Hey friends and welcome back to Holy Spirit Soapbox, where our goal is to help all people understand God's heart so that we can experience a deep, deep, deep love for God. I'm your host Dan and today's episode is a little bit about football and a whole lot about God. So if you don't like football, no problem. If you love God, you're in the right place. Either way, okay? So I have two great quotes from two really great football coaches, NFL coaches, okay? So first quote is, stay focused. Your start does not determine how you're going to finish. That was Herm Edwards. And then failures are expected by losers, but ignored by winners. And that was Joe Gibbs. Now, in light of the NFL season and in the college season that are both up and running, and, and we we're in a couple games as I'm recording this right now. I, I thought it'd be a great opportunity because God spoke to me while I was watching football. He he speaks to me in all these different scenarios and different places in my life. And and he gives me these interesting things. So let's start off with a quick story. Back when I wasn't as old as I am now, which is a nice way of saying when I was younger, because I like to lessen the the, the pain of getting older. <laughs> um, I played American football. I did. I played a few positions starting before middle school and then up to semi-pro. And we're always told to give it our all for all four quarters of every single game. And the way to do that would be to continuously practice so that we were conditioned to work hard for hours, even if we're getting battered and bruised and beat up and broken things and whatever, right? We were conditioned to continue to work, to continue to play this sport and, and, and do the best we can for the team. Now, the focus was always to do our job. You know, as a great coach, Bill Belichick has always said, You have a role on the field, okay? And you ensure that you can perform that role for the better of the team. And if you can't, you get dropped. So we were constantly reminded that you're not playing for yourself. You're not or just playing for yourself. You know, you you can play or condition to better yourself for the team, but you're playing for the team. And we used to talk in the locker rooms and and during practice, on the field, whatever, like we were a family. We were collectively in it for the same thing. We wanted to win, right? But first, you had to accept that. A, you're on a team. And B, you want to continuously be on that team. You want to continuously work for that team and give everything you got for that team. So I remember getting to the fourth quarter of a game. And just feeling totally exhausted. I mean, you're running, you're getting hit, you're hitting others, whatever. You know, it's it's it is a brutal game, but you're you're exhausted by the fourth quarter. Okay, and in, in American football, if you don't know, there are four quarters to every game, and they're about fifteen minutes per quarter. I say about because there's a lot of stop, there's a lot of walking around, there's a lot of you know game planning and stuff during the game itself. It's not just fifteen minutes straight. So. In the event you don't know about American football, that's what it's about. You have four quarters of going as hard as you can to get as many touchdowns as you can and to stop as as many touchdowns from your the other team as you can. It's a lot of work. It is a lot on your body. It's a lot on your your mental state as well. Now, getting to these fourth quarters, feeling just totally exhausted, right? But right before we started the final quarter, right before we start that fourth quarter, we always would put 
four fingers above your head. You put fours and everyone put, puts it up. People are, you know, they got their hands on their knees. They got their heads down, but they're still like, hey, man, it's fourth quarter. It's fourth quarter. You got to put your fingers up. And you always put four fingers up. And I was like, why do we do this? But it was an actual universal sign of, hey, I know you're tired, but this is the end of the game. This is the fourth quarter. The game is close. This is where you need to leave everything you have, everything you have on the field. And then leading up to that final second of the game, right? Whether you are getting tackled or being the person tackling or maybe both because of whatever situation might have happened, that wear and tear in your body was sometimes just so great to the point that you would almost be on the verge of like passing out. I, I remember not passing out, but man, getting to that point where after the game, you have to feed your body and then rest. You, you, you had to because you're so exhausted. So now why am I telling you all this? Is it because I love football? Kind of. But, <laughs> but mostly because that feeling of putting four fingers up right before the fourth quarter, it gave some sort of motivation to dig deep into yourself and give it everything you got. Give it everything you got. It, it was just weird. You know what? Yeah, I got, I, I'm going to do this for the team right now. I'm so tired. But you know what? I'm going to put my four fingers up. I'm going to say it's the fourth quarter. I'm going to remind us all that it's the fourth quarter. I'm going to remind us that, hey, things things are coming to an end soon and we got to win this game, right? So I'm going give it, to give it my all right now. It's a reminder. So outside now of my football playing days, and following several injuries because I'm not a big guy, I now feel that we're in the fourth quarter of the game for the body of Christ. Okay, the only difference here is God is the one playing every position. And this is an actual matter of life and death, okay? Football games are fun. Watching NFL or playing in football, some kind of sport, right? It's fun, but it's not life or death, usually. Okay, so... It's great to do it, but this life, life itself is a matter of life and death. And even though God is the coach, the players, and he's even the referee, he wants us to participate in this with him. So if we let him, he will use us and our bodies that he created to win the game. We already know he won the game, though, but the opposition wants to continue to take God's players out. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior in this world, in this lifetime, and forever, we've accepted to join God's team. We're on his team. Now, he is the coach, like I said. He is, he's all the players. He's the one doing all the work. He's even the referee because he's calling the shots, right? But. We accepted that, yes, I want to join your team. I want to join the winning team. I know you're going to win this game, and I want to join that team. And God, use your Holy Spirit. Use your spirit to work in me and use this body that you created so that we can go out and we can continuously show the world that we won this game and invite others to play the game with us, to be in this life as, Lord, as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, being in the body of Christ with us and with God, right? But the greatest part of this game, because I, I put game in quotes here. I want to say game in quotes because 
It's not a game. This is actual life. And this is a matter of life and death. Or eternal life and death, I should say. But the greatest part about this is that we don't have to feel exhausted in this quarter or in this game. We don't have to worry about being competitive or losing our position on the team. We got a position. If we say, I want to join your team, God, you got a position. You got a position for life, for eternal life. We can literally celebrate every moment of the game since we already know it's in the bag. It's already won. God already won this. We read the end of the story, right? If you read the Bible, you've read the end of the story, the end of life as we know it. And God wins. And some might argue, right, that we're in that fourth quarter of life. I I, I said this recently. I said this earlier that I feel like we're in the fourth quarter, okay? And some might argue that maybe we are in the fourth quarter right now of life. We're in that la- in the last moments of life. I don't know. Only God knows. But all we have to do is accept to be a part of this team and listen to the coach, God, so that he can play through us to beat the opposition. We will get battered and we will get bruised in the process because it's still our body, our our flesh body that's being used as a vessel. But we don't have to worry or struggle anymore. And that is the beauty of giving everything to God, no matter how tired you are today. You don't have to worry. And we already won. We can already start celebrating. We should. We should start celebrating today. We should celebrate every single day, knowing that God has already won and that we're on his team. We don't have to worry. And a cooler part is that we don't have to heal and rest up our bodies after because we have rest now. And even if we get battered and bruised mentally, physically, we can't get battered and bruised spiritually, right? Because if we accept Jesus, we allow him and allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. So we can get battered here on earth. We can get picked on. We can get thrown around. We can get put to death even. And it doesn't matter because we already won the game. And we don't have to worry about healing our bodies after because God will do that for us. He will glorify us as he did Jesus Christ because we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So now we have a spot in heaven. We have a spot at the top. You know, so many players fight for so many years, NFL players, to win the Super Bowl. And then they win the Super Bowl and they're like, I don't know what else to do now. I've reached my goal that I was trying to reach my entire life ever since I was, you know, three, four, five, seven years old. And I, I just, I won the Super Bowl and I was the MVP of the Super Bowl and I'm only 30 years old or so, or maybe even younger, maybe a little bit older, whatever. But I did it. Now I got to live the rest of my life and I can do other things, but that was like the highlight. And then actually a lot of NFL players get depressed after, after they win the Super Bowl because they're like, I, I, I've done it. I'm done. I've done everything I I wanted to accomplish. Well, we don't have to think that way. Because whether or not you've accomplished stuff here on earth, we are going to be in heaven. And we are going to be glorified with God all the time. Celebrating all the time. And that's the truth. Okay? Here are a couple verses. There are four verses here for you that I would love for you to meditate on, read into, read the context around these verses as well. But these are just a a few highlights, right, about working for God, right? But 
Remember, we're not the ones doing the work. Let God be the coach and move the team. And let God work in you to move your body. And let God call the shots as the referee. Okay? And, and, every, and the announcers and the commentators and all, everything. This is God's game. This is God's world. Let him do all this. So here are your four verses. If you don't have a pen and paper, they're written in the description. Feel free to write them down or feel free to revisit them later. But here are your four verses. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 23. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. And Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Finally, a couple questions that I would love for you to ask yourself. Okay, and I had to, I asked myself these questions already, and I and I answered each of them because I struggle with a few things that I'm about to say. So here here are three questions. Question one is: Are you a competitive person, and how would you feel about letting God do the work through you instead of you exhausting yourself? That was a really hard question for me. I am a competitive person. I tend to be, and. Letting go and letting God or letting God work so I don't get exhausted and worrying about am I doing enough for God, which we already have just by accepting Jesus Christ. We've done enough. But worrying about doing and not resting in God and letting God play the game and doing what he needs to be done so that, you know, we we can all win. We all win together. It was a tough thing for me. And I continuously try to allow God to, to, to go and do things. I have to trust in God and I have to let things go. So if you're a competitive person, how would you feel about letting God do the work through you instead of you exhausting yourself? That's question one. Question two is, how does knowing that you've already won the game of life, quote unquote, make you feel about life, about the game, about everything? Does that change your perspective on today? And then question three, how does it make you feel about God, the coach? Finally, I would love to pray for all of you. I pray that you can start seeing God a little bit more clearly, right? If you didn't know God or if you don't know God very well, I would love for you to get to know God, his heart, through his word, right? So that we can follow in his footsteps. So if you would like to take your prayer posture, I'd love to pray over you right now, but let's talk to God. Our Father, we don't know when you're coming to rescue your people on earth, but we do know that you will rescue your people. We know you've won the game and that we are just choosing to be on your team so that we can witness how much you really, truly love us. We ask that you continue to feed our bodies while here on earth so that we can do what you need for us to do for your will to be done and ask that you keep us from the opposition. Please don't allow us to even look at the other team and want to be on that team. Please guard us from that. Please guard our hearts. We want to be on your team, the actual winning team. And we pray all of this in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen.